looking to live stronger, longer, and better? Then welcome to Health by Design, hosted by leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. After years of traveling and studying around the world, Roar combines his decades of Western health and fitness knowledge with the many time-proven traditions and secrets of the ancient East to bring you only the best in cutting-edge information and special guest interviews that will have you feeling great, losing weight, and finally grabbing a hold of everything you want out of life. So if you're ready to take control of your body, health, and mind, then it's time for Health by Design. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the episode of Health by Design. I am your host, Roar Alexander. And today, I have a very annoyed, angry show coming up for you. And I know a lot of my podcasts, you know, you listen to this all meditation. I talk about traveling and I talk about, you know, the functional feng shui and I interview different feng shui people. But this is the time of year that just annoys the absolute hell out of me and what i'm talking about is resolution time of year today is january the 6th so we're about one week into uh resolution uh, resolution time and believe me, it, it it's out there. As you know, if you listen to my last podcast, I talked about where I, I work at the fitness store uh, one day a week. I do that for fun. And, and it's a fun job. I do enjoy it. But yesterday, normally on Sundays, is very, very quiet there. Uh, it was a pretty chill day. We just did some restocking and stuff. Yesterday was ridiculous with people piling in. Now, it's great that people want to get in shape. It's great that people are coming in to buy home fitness equipment. But you know, it's the same crap every single year. So I really do feel that I need to warn you that this podcast will have a lot of swearing in it. I do drop a lot of F-bombs. So if you're listening with the kids, you may want to turn it off for later. And if you're one of these uh, China dollar snowflake people that don't like getting some tough love and some quite hard-ass opinions uh, and love BS excuses and fooling yourself that you're so important that you just can't fit in being healthy, then I suggest you turn this off and move on to a new podcast, somebody that will coddle you and hug you and tell you that everybody deserves an award. Because the topic I'm discussing about today is a topic that I am effing, and that's going to be the last time, by the way, uh, last time I'm going to drop that, uh, you know, edit it out. Um, so you've been warned. So However, this is a topic of saying that is not going to go the fuck away. And in fact, it is, and not to be ironic, growing each and every year, each and every month, each and every day. Well, what is that? That is fat and fat loss. Oh, my God. What a mind-dulling, boring, done-to-death. Did I say dull? Topic. I'd much rather spend time with you. Honestly, I'd much rather, if we had our hour here together, I would much rather talk about longevity, building muscle, traveling to cool places, you know, getting on your passion projects, creating some life purpose, new health tech, uh, biohacking even, inspirational home, work decor, you know, decorating up your work so you want to go kill it. Uh, talk, I love to talk about my functional feng shui. I'm going to do an episode very soon on the principles of my functional feng shui because a lot of people ask me, like, what is it? Is it feng shui? Like, well, no, it's it's inspired from feng shui, um, but it's definitely it's definitely not feng shui. Um, but I believe it is the you know it, I don't believe it. It is the the spirit uh, of the feng shui and vastu and stuff like that. Um, anyways, getting off track. You know, I'd rather talk about I'd rather have fun talking about some Ayurvedic cleanses and not for weight loss, just for health and fun. You know, uh, building awesome relationships, meditation, breath work, and of course, interviewing cool and interesting people. But here we are again talking about fucking fat loss again okay we are in the year 2020 and with all the science the podcast the instagram exercise posts the gym on every block the orange series the f45s 24 hour days a week anytime fitness is the crosses the hot yoga the yin yoga the power yoga even fucking surfboard yoga the home workout programs the online coaching the 30-day fat loss challenges the mind valley academies the bulletproof coffees the peloton bikes the apps the trackers the gps the wearables the apple watches the best-selling apps books out every single month the magazines the blogs the youtube videos the fitness and wellness retreats in thailand peru Mexico, Alaska, Indonesia, Bali, Fitness Depot selling every manner of home gym equipment and whatever the fucking whatever. We are still getting fatter and we are still getting sicker. Oh my God, how is that possible? That was just like, that was a lot of just examples of just a few things that are out there. So, 
I want to go over some reports because this is what kind of this is what really kind of set me off on this. This was um. Uh, this was in kind of in the last couple weeks of December. I don't know exactly which date. I actually wrote my notes to this uh, in late December, so uh, the odd time I might mess up. But um, a report that just came out in December of 2019 of more than 6 million American adults published by the New England Journal of Medicine states this. If America does not collectively adopt healthier eating habits and many other habits that I'll be discussing in this article, by the way, uh, over half of the nation will be obese within 10 years, with one in four Americans being severely obese with a body mass index over 35, which means they will be more than 100 pounds overweight. It then goes on to predict this, that the world, yes, the world, we're not talking about the United States here, the world will have more than 250 million obese children by the year 2030. This... This is just fuck. This is just pa fucking thetic. Okay? Pa fucking thetic. There is no, no excuse for this. And if you're listening to this in Canada, the UK, Australia, and you said, well, the study he just said, that's the USA. Well, buddy, that's us and that's you too. So you can take that ignorant denial and shove it you know where. So, but you know what? Hey, you know what? Let's throw some stats. You need some stats, you know? Public Health Canada report in 2017, 64% of Canadians over the age of 18 are overweight or obese, and about 30% of children aged 5 to 17 are overweight or obese. Australian Bureau of Statistics National Health Survey 2017-2018, two-thirds, 67% of Australian adults are either overweight or overweight, equivalent to 12.5 million people, an increase from 63.4% in 2014-2015, and almost one quarter, 24.9%, so let's just say 25%, of children aged 5 to 17 were overweight or obese in 2017 and 2018 with 17% of those being overweight and 8.1% being obese. Hey, England! The World Health Organization study in 2018, 28.1% of adults in the United Kingdom were recognized as clinically obese with a BMI greater than 30. In 2014, 62% of adults in England were classified as overweight or obese, meaning they had a body mass index of 25 or above, compared to 53% 20 years earlier. More than two in three men and almost three in five women are classified as overweight or obese, with experts predicting by the year 2020, so by now, that one-third of the United Kingdom population will probably be obese. So they haven't brought out the 2020 study yet. It's a little early, but, you know, uh, let's just let's just throw it out there. It's probably the way it is. So now, now let, let me hear. I want to let me hear the excuses. And I'm going to address them because, you know, this is what I deal with all the time. Um, but healthy food costs more. Bullshit. Um, but I don't have the time. <coughs> Bullshit. Uh, the president, not the current president, um, but every president before him, Obama, you know, Clinton, uh, even George Bush. You, you think, are you more busy than the president? Are you more busy than Richard Branson? Are you more busy than The Rock? You know, are you more busy than uh, whatever that dude is name that runs Apple now? You, no, 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 you're not. Okay, I'm not, you're not. Yes, we're all busy. You know, we're all busy. Some of us are busy with big things. Some are busy with small things. But um, you you have the time. You're just not making the time, which we'll talk about. Um, I don't like to exercise too fucking bad. Uh, I don't know how to exercise. Well, fucking, you'll learn it. Uh, I'll be honest, guys. Basic exercise and fitness is really, honestly, it's not that complicated. I know that YouTube videos make it look complicated. The magazine articles make it look complicated, but it, it's really not. Now, yes, advanced technique can get really complicated. Sports performance can get complicated. Strength and conditioning can get complicated. Eight weeks out from a UFC belt championship fight, that can get complicated. You're going to compete in the Olympics? That that's I wouldn't even want to handle that one. That is complicated. But you, the you, the guy listening to this podcast, you don't need to know any of that shit. You need to know the basics that you could learn honestly in a 
couple hours, maybe with a trainer for a couple weeks. And that's what I do with my coaching with my clients. I teach them how to not rely on having a trainer there. Listen, I'm not a cheerleader, okay? I'm not I'm, I'm not there to cheer you on. What happens in the day when you don't have somebody there to count your reps and cheer you on? You're just not going to work out anymore. You have to be able to do it on your own. So you have to be taught that. Um, continuing, I don't like to sweat. Shut the fuck up, honestly. I don't like to sweat. Well, Nobody likes to, I hate sweating. You know, I'm, I actually, I hate being wet. I don't even like being wet. I'm in the sauna. I'm like, it's great. You know, I come out of the shower. I'm like, I just want to dry so fast. So I don't like to sweat. That's just too bad. Nobody likes to sweat. Get over it. Uh, gyms cost too much. Uh, no, they don't. Uh, in fact, particularly here in Canada and the United States, it is a race to the bottom in membership prices. Okay. They're as low as 10 to 20 bucks a month. You're in the States. You want Planet Fitness was at 10 bucks a month. Even here in Vancouver, Vancouver, the most expensive city in Canada. You can go to like, was it Trevor Linden gyms, which are really nice. There's one on the water. Uh, I think those things are like $20 a month, maybe $30. I don't know. I was going to Anytime Fitness. We're talking Canadian dollars, which is the equivalent of your Australian dollars. So we're talking about the Canadian peso right now. Um, you know, even Anytime Fitness, I think it was 49 bucks a month. I mean, dirt cheap, 24 hours, seven days a week access, which again goes back to the I don't have the time. Uh, it's 24 hours, seven days a week. Uh, you got the time. Um, I don't know how to eat right. Mm, well, you know that Big Mac you had yesterday? Or how about that Grand Caramel Black and White Mocha at Starbucks? I don't even know if that exists. I know that Black and White does, and I know a Caramel does. I don't know if they'd put them together, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know the one you had the other day? You don't know that's not good for you? Shut the fuck up. Yes, you do. Um, but I will give you this. There is some truth to this one, which I'll discuss in a bit. Um, you know... Because I find that there are people, it's it's actually the opposite. I find people who think they know how to eat right actually don't. So I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys that there's some, some truth to this, but at the same time, there's a lot of BS to this. True. So let's see, let's excuses, 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 probably going to be some comments, you know, excuses, but let's be honest, guys. Do you live in Canada? Do you live in the, the United States, Australia, the UK? Um... Then you basically do you live in a country that's English is the first language? Then you really don't have an excuse. Hell, even most of Asia has organic grocery stores and lots of fresh markets, countless gyms now, like such as the Muscle Factory I was going to, Muscle Factory in Bangkok, Thailand, probably the best gym I've seen on the planet Earth, by the way, in Thailand. Huge, every piece of equipment, ridiculous. That's in freaking Bangkok, Thailand, okay? Like, like a developing country has one of the best gyms I've seen on the planet. Um, you know, I could say this. They also have you know, better, you know, they get better weather. Um, you know, we have everything we need. Um, so you don't believe me? Then I think you have a resolution that's to travel and see the bloody world. Um, because you'll thank God for where you are for the dozens, if not hundreds of tools you have at your disposal. Okay, here in Vancouver, yeah, it rains. It's rain. Get over it. You know, we all have most of us are cars, buses. There's, there's no re- There really is no reason if you live in North America to, uh, like I said, if you live in those places, North America, Canada, United States, Australia, UK, be overweight, obese. They're really not. It's, it's, it's just come. It's, I don't even know what to say. It's kind of a combination of just bullshitting yourself, uh, making stupid choices that you know are stupid. So, now, before I go on. I want to talk about what's fat and what's not fat because I want to be very, very clear, okay? I am not in any way talking about six-packs and Instagram post bodies, okay? I'm, I'm not. In fact, a lot of Instagram models and six-pack people are boring as bloody shit, okay? So many of them are doing the stupidest crap to keep the six-packs, Drugs, fat burners, living in the gym three, four hours a day, restrictive diets, carting food around on little plastic containers at dinnerware parties with friends, you know, that, that, that you know, everybody knows that annoying person. Only eating, drinking supplements, never having a glass of wine or beer in a night out. Just generally, they're just boring AF, okay? Um, there was this one trainer once when I was in Thailand, and, you know, she was, well, you know, just uh, the trainer, you know, in their 20s. We had to go to this um, Australian thing. There's some big race. I don't know. In Australia, this this horse race is a big deal. And we had to go to this horse race event. And uh, with the, the food, because the gym, the gym I worked at the time, we uh, sponsored it. 
And so we went there, and it was all the buffet and all that sort of stuff. So it was all you can eat. The food really wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. And, of course, they were passing around champagne. Well, the, the, the girl that I took with me, the other trainer, um, brought a fucking Tupperware with her. I'm like, I really think this one meal you could probably, you know, we have all these people. We sponsored it. They've given us this meal, and you brought a Tupperware. Like, that's ridiculous. Just come there and make some decent choices. Uh, heaven forbid you have a piece of whole wheat bread. I think you'll live. But absolutely ridiculous. So you guys know that. So what I want to start talking about is, um, you know, there's just many who can keep a six-pack or staying lean without doing all that crap. Believe me, there are. But a majority of the six-packers and popular IGers and YouTubers are the former, okay? They're the ones doing all the stupid shit. So let's talk about what is considered healthy fat levels. And this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you. The normal for a guy, the average adult man, is 9% to 18%. That's a big variance. We're talking single digits up to 18%. The average woman is between 20 and 33%. Again, that's a pretty big range. That means one-third of your body can be fat and you can still be considered healthy. And that's a very wide and very forgiving range. Uh, in fact, most of the six-packs, for most people, don't even come out to about 12% for men and 15% for women. Up, you, you can go up to 18. You still got 6% to play with. So I am in no way talking about needing a six-pack to be considered fit or healthy. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about doing a photo shoot on men's health. I'm really not. As long as you're somewhere in this wide range, you are good. Guy messaged me today on Instagram, said wanted to lose weight. Guy's got like a bit, a bit of a six-pack going on. He looks like he's, I think he said he lost like 30, 40 pounds. He sent me a before and after picture. I'm like, dude, you're on it. Like if you're looking for somebody here to get you down to the 9% stage or the 8%, 7 what it is, so you can step on a stage, that's, that's honestly not me. I mean, yeah, we can get you down pretty low, but that, you know, that, I'm not going to go any further than that. I looked at him I'm like, you look fine. I don't know what you're talking about. So anyway, uh, you know, some people, they just get confused. They think that, you know, when you're talking about health and fat loss, you're literally talking about, you know, dehydrating and getting ready to step on a stage. And, that, and that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what my goals are for my clients at all. Um, yeah, we can get you a six pack, but we're not going to get you shredded to 3% fat to step on a stage. I'll help you get down there, and then you can find somebody else to take you down another 5 or 6%, because that's not me. Honestly, I kind of find that kind of boring. Um, you know, so, you know, a flat stomach, a flat stomach, even hiding a little layer, hiding the abs, it's not the end of the world. Am I saying a six-pack's wrong? No. But as long as you're getting healthy, as long as you can get to it, your six-pack in a healthy, non-restrictive, and non-stressing and sustainable way, that's important. So... Let's talk about, you know, I'm going to go through the biggest factors that you need to get under control if you hope to finally get fit and finally, finally make 2020 the year you don't fuck get fat and the year that you can stitch these stupid fad resolutions because next year, next year, this is the thing, next year, guys, I want you to make a much cooler resolution. I want you to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to travel to Peru. I'm going to travel to Bali. I'm going to go to India. Ladies, I want you to say, you know what? I love yoga. I want to go to that yoga 200 retreat. I want to start a new job, a new career, anything. I don't care what it is. Just make it not fat loss. It's so boring. So let's make it. This is it, guys. The name of this podcast literally is your last fucking weight loss resolution ever. So let's do it. Let's talk about how we're going to do it. Number one, Ditch the trendy diets and personal labels. Am I the only one sick of diet trends and labels? I really can't be. Please. You a carnivore guy? I only eat carnivore. I love the carnivore. I'm all about the meat. Are you a vegan girl? I'm only going to do vegan because it's the healthy way to go. If you got a moral thing about it, knock yourself out. Fine. But, you know, if you're doing it just because it's the trendy thing and you saw it on Game Changers, you know, which we'll talk about. Um, then no. Um, are you a keto dude? I'm I'm an I I F Y M woman. That's an if it fits your macros, by the way. How about this? How about ditch the fucking label already? What were you last year? What were you two years ago? What are you gonna be at this time next year? You're gonna be keto, probably not vegan. Man, if it's a moral thing for you, because if it's a health thing, probably not. Are you gonna be an I effer? Uh, intermittent fester? I'll eat eight hours a day. Yeah, pfft, whatever. Uh, or maybe you're going to be a carnivore guy. You're going to pretend you're going to put on the old T-Rex hat. I got a, uh, 
I got a couple of years ago. I got my son a uh, a, a mask um, of a T Rex. Maybe I'll send that to you. If you're a carnivore guy, I'll send you the T Rex mask. You just send me your address, and I will send you the T Rex head. You can put it on your head. You can walk around the town all day in your underwear, pretending you're a T Rex. Um, okay, so guys, uh, if you're gonna be a label, talk to me in six months and see if you're still at label. Okay. So the fact is, labeling yourself into a category, especially one that is not sustainable over the long term, is just plain dumb. Do not be a label. Understand this, and this is a newsflash, and if you've taken any really, you know, any books on evolution or nutrition, you will realize that humans are omnivores. That's right. We do best on a lot of properly prepared, and by the way, I made that a bold, properly prepared vegetables and fruits, some starches, and a bit of meat. And not the sexy parts of the meat necessarily, but the organs and the broths. Okay, you go over to Asia, they eat every part of the animal. You don't get a lot of big muscle meat. You get a lot of broth, you get a lot of intestines, you get a lot of uh, different little things. But you know, some of those organ meats in the broth are just packed with nutrients. But long story short, you're not going to go eat a bunch of broken organ meat, broken meat, <laughs> organ meat and broth, and you know, a little bit of meat's just fine. Now, now to go with this, um, I want to ask you this: Do you actually base your life in the way you eat on Netflix documentaries? Because if you do, that's fucking nuts. Uh, read some books, listen to the reviews of these documentaries. By people without a vegan or even an anti-vegan agenda. Don't go and listen to a bunch of guys supporting that thing because, they're, oh, they're vegan. They're going to support it. And don't go to a guy that's all about carnivore and he's going to tell you everything wrong. Go with people who just have, just like, hey, you know what? I looked at this objectively and here's the things that, you know, the things that got right and the things that got wrong. The the game changers, oh my God, it has more holes in it than Swiss cheese. They don't know that because they don't eat the cheese though. Um, let's find like eight people around the world. This is the thing. This is the thing about the game changers. Let's find eight people around the world who did really well on vegan diets and make it look like it's an amazing solution. And then let's claim the people who are not even vegan, like the Diaz brothers, are vegan. And then let's use ridiculous arguments like how Nate Diaz won a fight to show that veganism is the way to go, ignoring again that he's not vegan, by the way. And then let's leave out the fact that he lost his second fight and he recently lost again. So do not get your diet advice from Netflix. Listen to a wide range of views and see what works for you. And look to see what works for most people around the planet Earth. Look out of North America. Look, okay, listen. If you are getting your advice from a country that is overweight, you know, that's where your inspiration comes from. Your inspiration is wrong. So look to the rest of the world. Look to Europe and Asia, you know. You'll pretty much get it right there. And what you're going to see is a balanced diet of high-nutrient, low-calorie foods, portion control, not drinking your calories, and not being a trend or label. Okay, they don't know what any of those words are in Thailand, in Hong Kong, in China, in Singapore. They don't know these words. And the, you know, they don't know what these things are. They don't know a, a carnivore, an I-I-F-Y-M. The pale, they, they don't know. They, they, it's like we might as well just be talking to them in some weird, gibbery language. Um, next, healthy eating. It's really not that hard. It's not the new Canadian food, My Plate, does a pretty fucking good job. Half the plate is vegetables and then some fruits. A quarter of it starches and a quarter of it is protein, animal or not. And then for drinks, you drink water, tea, and coffee. That's it. Water, tea, coffee. Throw some fruit in there if you want to make some flavored water. That's it. I did no creams, you know, not a lot of cream anyway. Definitely no double doubles, triple triples. By the way, if you don't know what that means in Canada, if you order coffee with two creams, two sugars, that's a double double. Um, let's get back to the the expensive thing before. If you're low on money, things like oatmeal, rice. Okay, you no know, rice makes you fat. No, it doesn't because there's about two billion people or more. I don't know how many billions of people where rice is their staple. It's two billion people that are a lot skinnier than you guys are. You know, that's it. They're a lot thinner than I am. They're a lot thinner than the North Americans, the ones that write all the books. Potatoes. Buy in-season vegetables or frozen vegetables, even no-name berries. I can go to the store right now and get a no-name bag of berries for three, three Canadian dollars. That's like 
50 cents US. And obviously, that's an exaggeration. But still, really cheap. Big bag of berries. Okay? A lot cheaper than buying berries actually in Asia. I can promise you that. I know that because I didn't eat a lot of berries over there. I would eat local. I ate local fruits and local vegetables because mango, fresh mango, fresh watermelon, fresh papaya was cheaper than a bag of berries. Um, for meats, eat organ meats more. You're gonna ha- you got to start liking them just a little bit. Just a little bit. Make bone broth using leftover bones or buying bones and then, you know, Buy ground meat. Ground meat's pretty cheap. Eat the dark meat from the chicken. You don't have to eat the expensive chicken breast. In fact, I buy the dark meat. It's got more, even more nutrients in it, believe it or not. Cook some of the cheaper white fish. You know, you got some pollock, some haddock back there. Um, get those little no-name shrimps. You can get yourself some canned tuna, canned salmon. You don't need big prime cuts of meat, and you definitely don't need $65 ribeyes and T-bones. But I don't even, to be honest, I don't know the price of regular beef. I don't buy it. Um, maybe, I, yeah, I know it's expensive. That's all I know. I saw someone the other day. I don't know what it was, but it was $85. It was fairly large. But I was like, wow, $85. Man, I buy a lot of food for that much. Uh, for drinks, like I said before, water, flavor with some real fruit. I went to the dollar store, got a glass pitcher with one of these little like baskets and you drop your fruit in it and the fruit flavor seeps into the water. It's that simple. Get yourself a, um, a soda stream. I got one of those. And again, if you want to go grab yourself some uh, essential oils, I'll put a drop, one drop of orange, organic orange essential oil in my full thing of a uh, um, my full thing out there, they, 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 soda water there. Okay. Um, you can add a little bit of fruit to that soda water as well, right? Um, drink unsweetened teas. Get used to unsweetened coffee. That's it. Drinks done. Boom. Okay. Don't do those diet pop crap. I don't want to get into that right now. That, that stuff sucks. Don't get into it. Okay. Now, you know, I was going to say now, if you're drinking regular Coke all day uh, and you're going to switch to Diet Coke, no, no, just no, no, just don't. All right, uh, talk to me. We'll figure it out. I was, and believe me, I was a Pepsi Max guy for for a long. Even when I lived in Thailand, just a few years ago, I really liked Pepsi Max. Um, one day, I just said, you know, I've had enough of this shit, and I switched over to just soda water. Um, and I guess you know, maybe it's the temperature in Thailand being really hot. I actually, because I tried it before, I never liked it. I just started liking it, and I've never gone back. That was almost, I think. Three years ago, maybe four years ago, three or four years ago, I think I've had one Pepsi in four years, maybe three years. So don't quote me, it could be three years. Um, but I believe it's four because I've been now in Canada a year and a half. Um, and it was a good two years in time. So yeah, almost three and a half, if not four years. So there you go. Um, just like I said, figure out a way to make soda water taste a little bit better. Uh, essential oils come in a little bit handy for that one. Um, oh, another good one. Squeezing some lemon lime into your soda water. Oh, it's good. Make a really natural, healthy 7-Up or Sprite. Uh, eat three meals a day. That's it. You don't have to do five or six meals a day. You don't need snacks. Snacks. My, I send my kid with school to snacks and not because they want to because he has to. They have the stupid thing where you got to send your kid on a snack to school. I'm like, why does he need a snack? He has breakfast, he has lunch, he goes to school, he goes back, he has dinner. Um... You know, but three meals a day. And if you can, make breakfast or lunch the biggest meal. I don't know. I don't care which one you want to do. An ancient Ayurvedic, um, you know, an ancient Ayurvedic, you know, tradition, lunch is the biggest meal of the day. Uh, in Europe, breakfast, you know, what they say, eat. Breakfast is like a king. Um, uh, lunch is like a queen and dinner is like a popper or something like that. I don't know. Um, so I don't know. But the point is. Try to not have a huge, huge dinner at the end of the day. Not necessarily about the calories. Calories are kind of even, but, you know, there's some evidence that shows, you know, the, the how do I say this? Just, okay, you know, not feel as good if you go to bed on an empty stomach. Okay, it can kind of mess up your balance to some of the hormones. It can kind of bend, maybe start preventing a little bit of melatonin. Insulin goes a little up. Um, just, you know, do this. Have a big meal right before bed. Go to bed and see how you feel. And then you'll say, hey, I probably shouldn't do that again. Um, as I mentioned before, pay attention to portion control and roughly know your macro needs. Um, I'm going to give you a couple examples of, of each one of those. So when I'm in Asia, we use over here, we use uh, 11 to 12 inch plates. And I've done an Instagram post about this. In Asia, you have these seven to nine inch plates. Now, 
When you go to a little local street food place, what they do is they take your, when you order your food, um, which is usually vegetables and always rice, there's always rice, it's always a rice meal with some vegetables and a bit of meat. That's pretty much what I already told you to do. What they do is they take the rice and they scoop it into this little tiny, almost kid-size plastic bowl and they flop that over on the plate. So you get this little like anthill of, uh, or large anthill of rice. Uh, and that's how they portion control. Okay, they're not putting it on a digital scale. They're not weighing it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to go buy even fancy measuring cups. Uh, just, just there you go. A little bit of bowl, maybe, maybe a coffee, small coffee cup. Fill that with rice. That's your thing. Um, I had some clients recently, and I asked them to keep their food logs. And oh my god, I was like, and these are people. This, some of them thought they ate healthy, uh, and I was like, okay, well. The foods you're picking are not, they're not great. First of all, both of these, both of them were women. Both of them were pretty much not quite vegetarian, but very, um, what's the, what's the term for these ones? Pescatarian. Um, 80 to 85% of their calories at the end of the day came from carbohydrates. So almost all carbohydrates. Now here's the thing. It's not like they were even eating a lot. When I did their calories, their calories were actually too low. So th- these are the biggest things I saw. These are the red flags. Calories, too low. Probably 1,200, maybe 1,300, maybe even less because most of them were just soup. I don't know what's with you women in soup, but seem to be the soup seems to be the, the, the theme going around lately. Um, very little protein. I think the one girl, we estimated uh, somewhere between 16 and 20 grams in the entire day. Uh, and a lot, a lot of rice, quinoa, rice, you know, the, you know, so-called, you know, quinoa, the healthy one. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with quinoa for sure. So what we did is we actually didn't change your carbohydrates. I left them as is. I think I asked her to cut down the ones in the evening just a little bit. Please do this. Increase your vegetables. Increase your protein. Um, and things have been going well. It was that simple. Um, so you got to know your macro needs. You got to know how much protein you need, which is about... One gram per pound of lean body weight. Okay, so that's why you got to know your body fat percentage roughly. You don't have to get it exactly. If you can, though, get it done. Go to the gym. Most of you have a gym. They have those machines. If you can, go get a DEXA scan. If you're here in Vancouver, go see Peter Schwagley. Check him out. You can always message me. He does DEXA scans. Guys, great. Gives you a great consultation after. From there, you figure out, okay, this is how much uh, protein you're going to need. Uh, you got to do your little bit of activity. There's a little bit, you know, a little bit of guesswork in there. You get a little bit of guess, you know, a little bit of math, I should say, not so much guesswork, but you can figure it out. But if you get your protein under control, um, then we can start moving along. But those are the biggest things I saw from them is they had to get their protein up. We brought their carbohydrates out a little bit and just get in some more fruits and vegetables, mostly vegetables. So, um, and then the, the liquid calories were another one that we had to we had to attack a little bit. But I see, especially for women, low protein's a big one. Even the wife, she just came over from uh, you know um, uh, Thailand. She got here on December the twenty fourth, and she's been having a little bit of problems with her hair and stuff. So I took her to see um, this guy named Kumar, who works. He's a doctor, in doctor from India, medical trained doctor and Ayurvedic trained doctor, I believe. And he uh, right away he's like, you need more protein. He's like, you got to up your protein. Take two scoops of this twice a day. She's already started feeling better. That was about a week ago. So protein so important. Okay. Um, next one, learn how to cook, not heat food up. I'm not talking about heating food up and then eating it, but I'm talking about preparing food. And again, I'm not talking about preparing it for Instagram or Pinterest pics either. Okay. They're not making it look pretty just for the sake of it looking pretty, but I'm talking about for health and functionality usability. There are a lot of foods that we are told for us are bad those are bad for you mostly because of the way we prepare them beans terrible for you really uh well tell that to like 70 percent of the world who thrive on them and pretty much all the blue zones beans are a staple learn how to cook them did you know quinoa should be soaked you should soak quinoa overnight did you know kale you should saute it People, oh i eat the kale I eat kale salad or kale smoothie and i get this go by stomach well because you're supposed to saute it dude Rice and beans, okay? Sprout them, soak them. You'll go to most traditional places. A lot of the beans especially are sprouted, okay? 
Potatoes are an amazing prebiotic for the gut biome if you eat them cold. Learn about it. Go type it right now. Potatoes cold. Sprouts, amazing. Grow your own sprouts, okay? Bones, dissolve those in soups, okay? Dissolve the hell out of the bones. Make them so they're nothing there. So when you strain them out with the strainer, it's just chunks of bone, okay? Um, you know, meats, try to cook them as well as you can on low heat and avoid burning them to cut down on the ages. Now, the ages aren't the worst thing in the world if you're getting lots of carbohydrates and lots of, uh, not so large carbohydrates, lots of vegetables and, you know, lots of uh, natural antioxidants. But if you're a carnivore guy and what is paleo carnivore people, you know, all about eating meat and you're just like burning the hell of barbecue, okay, you're going to set yourself up for cancer. That's it. There you go. Done. Um, there are so many ways we can cook and prepare foods to make them healthier. Some oils are great for cooking with some aren't. And then after this, we can start to divide, uh, so to dive in, I should say, into how to use spices to make our foods tastier sans calories. That means without adding calories and even bringing up food nutrient values, the digestibility of using them. Okay. Take the time and look how to better prepare foods, especially the ones that the trendy gurus tell you are bad. Research why they're bad. Research what we're not doing that makes them bad for us. And, you know, they say these are bad, yet a huge percentage of the planet eats them every day without issues and they're healthier than us. Now, talking about spices, okay, learn to love and use spices spices you gotta you gotta be spices first thing the wife comes over she says to me a few things she pointed out but one of the big ones is you guys don't eat spices everything with you guys is sweet and everything is bland it's all sweet and bland it's all like potatoes meat gravy and blandness you know cinnamon makes a great addition to coffee and adds some sweetness to it also helps balance the blood sugars um lately like even this morning for breakfast it was um it was a Thai-style breakfast. They don't really do breakfast, lunch, dinner meals. It was just basically um, fried bas- fried pork with basil and hot chili peppers and garlic. When you eat spices, it makes you feel full. So get into spices. That's all I want to talk about when it comes to about uh, nutrition. Let's move on to movement and exercise. This is my point two. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Neat. Right? NEAT. I've talked about this. You listen to me on Instagram, podcast, YouTube. Got videos on it. Stand more, walk more, move more. Get a standing desk. Right now, I am recording this at my standing desk. Here, I'm going to make it go up and down. Here, hold on. Hear that? That's moving up. That's moving down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, did you know that there's a standing desk? You did? You know they exist, right? Then why the fuck don't you have one? You, what's that? Your oh, your office? Your office? They gave you a desk. You could buy a desk converter. They're like two hundred bucks. You can buy a desk converter and it turns it. You could put a box. You can put a box. Go down to the alley right now. There's probably a box you could put your laptop on. So you're just too lazy to get one. Sorry, straight up. All right. Um, as actually, I even wrote down here as I'm writing the notes for this podcast. And I believe I put this on Instagram. I'm standing in a Starbucks, standing at a bar height table. Uh, you know who else was? No one. Go to my Instagram. I literally snacked a pic of me standing at this table. Um, and you know, there's nobody else standing. There's lots of these standing desks, but there ain't nobody standing at them. Um, when you get home, hard, hard day's work, I'm going to sit back on the lazy boy. Oh, kick my feet up. Pull that lever. Oh, there we go. Why? Why not sit on the floor for a bit? Why don't you do some light stretching during those commercials? Because, again, you're too fucking lazy. Maybe it's too simple for you. Oh, that's those simple. Those, those solutions, Raw, they're too simple. Really? So it's so simple, but you can't be bothered to do it. I guess it's not really that simple then, is it? Walk more. Did you take a morning walk today? No. Did you take an after-dinner walk? No. When you went to wherever it is you drove to today, did you find the spot really close to the doors? Or did you park really far away? Did Maybe you parked on the other end where all the spots are empty. No. 
Did you, for your lunch break, did you walk to a little bit further coffee shop? Did you take that stairs down the two flights? No. You got mad cash? Well, good for you. Good for you, man. You got mad cash? Get yourself an electric standing fucking treadmill desk, then, you lazy-ass money bags. Okay? Check out the links in my notes to go to AnthroDesk and check out their standing desk solutions. And they even got this new treadmill thing that you put under your standing desk. You got money? Boom! You got a standing desk. Enough said. Let's talk about exercise. Train at least three times a week with weights. How? Do upper body, lower body, and total body. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. All right, that's one option. Another option, total, total, total. Monday, total. Wednesday, total. Saturday, total. All right, there you go. Use big exercises that burn more calories. Squat, benches, pull-ups. And make strength gain and muscle gain your priority when you are inside the gym. Make mobility and cardio your priorities outside the gym but if you're going to that gym for three hours a day you better damn well be strength training stretch at home watch youtube videos on stretching literally type this in right now open youtube when you get home and type this in morning stretch routine nighttime stretch routine fast yoga routine watch it learn it and then just do it Run really fast once a week. Oh, but Roar, I can't run. Oh, oh, right. Then you just sit down. Don't do nothing. No, fuck off. Bike then. Swim. Spin. Row. Aerodyne. I don't care. Just move your body really fast once a week for like 15 minutes. All right? Go fast and stop. Then go fast and stop. Then go fast and stop. All right? Come in to Fitness Depot next Sunday. All right, I'll show you how to do it. Come by my gym, I'll show you how to do it. Bring me over to your house, I'll show you how to do it. It's really not that hard. I can tell you right now how to do it. You put on your shoes, you walk out, do a few stretches, and then you put one foot in front of the other really fast. And then do it again next week. Number three, change your mentality. Ditch the all-or-nothing North American mentality shit. Get rid of it, okay? If you mess up today, you jump right back into it tomorrow. It's not an all-or-nothing. It's not, oh, I can't go to the gym today for my hour-long workout because that happened to me yesterday. Uh, Sorry, Sunday. Today's Monday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Wanted to go to the gym. I go to the gym every Sunday morning. Woke up too late Sunday because my kid was up on Saturday night. Woke up late Sunday. So, Sitting there having my cup of coffee about 7.30, a little too late to go to the gym. I had two options. Option one, just stay sitting in the chair, you know, just stay there. As I was using actually my mom's chair for a minute. <laughs> As my mom's staying with us, sat in her chair. The other option was go for a walk. So you know what I did? I went for a walk. Went for like this like 30-minute walk. And because normally the gym, you know, it takes me... 10 to 15 minutes to get there, 15 minutes to drive back, so that's 30 right there, plus the hour, hour and a half I'm at the gym because I do the sauna and stuff. So just in the time it would take me to, to drive to the gym, I could do a 30-minute walk. So that's what I did. All or nothing, don't have it. If you cheated today, lunchtime, you had a big slice of cake, you don't go, hey, you know what, I messed up. To dinner tonight, it's going to be, I'll just do pizza, I'll get back to it tomorrow. Nope. And you just eat your vegetables and whatever you had planned for tonight. That's it. Ditch that. Number four, the biggest issue that affects almost all of this stuff. I'm too busy. No, you're not. You just suck at time planning. Okay? You have not prioritized being healthy. Most of us suck at time planning. Even I can suck at time planning. Okay? You plan your meals, plan your workouts, plan everything, okay? Look at your calendar, plan the holidays. So this holiday is going to come up. This is going to affect my routine. Plan it. Plan for it. What am I going to do instead? Plan your meals. 
Plan your snacks. In other words, I'll give you a simple one for me. Mondays and Fridays, I have to get up at 4.45 because I like to be at the gym by 5 minutes to 6. So my breakfast, this is not the breakfast of champions, but it just it is what it is. Not terrible, but you just hear it. Just It is what it is. You know, you probably can email me, oh, this sucks, but whatever. It's a scoop of whey protein, half a scoop of bone broth, tablespoon of fish oil. That's it. That's what I have. Not that I just when I get up at four forty-five and I leave at five thirty-five. I'm just not that hungry, so I have that. Fills me up, makes me feel fine for a while. And then I just eat my normal lunch. Okay, that's my that's what I plan for snacks. Sometimes I tend to eat, even though I said try not to eat two or three hours before bed. Sometimes I get a little hungry. So you can go for the junk food. What I like is I like shrimp rings. I will defrost quite often. I keep a couple defrosted shrimp rings out, and I'll eat some shrimp rings, some high-protein shrimp rings. Those are my snacks. All right? Just time plan. This is what you do. You grab a piece of paper. You write down the 24 hours that are in a day. Photocopy that a couple times if you need to. Then write down your day because most of you, I'm not joking, most of you, like me, are pretty boring. Day-to-day is the same thing. Okay, don't try to fool yourself. Mostly, if you've got, you got a nine to five, then you are the most boring person ever in a good way. It means you can plan really well. Oh, but on Wednesdays, I got this. Well, Wednesdays, you got that then. You plan for it, right? So plan the other stuff. 24 hours, write it down. 10 p.m., 11 p.m., 12 p.m., 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, in bed. Wake up this time. Be as, be as specific with it as you can. Just time plan. And finally, number five. Set up your environment for success, creating new habits. This is one aspect, one aspect of my functional feng shui. So I'm going to talk about things we're going to do, right? First of all, we are going to get rid of the junk foods. The junk foods are out of the house. Not up high, not locked away. They're out of the house. You just don't need them. Get rid of them. Bring in healthy snacks. Number two. Put healthy foods on display. Think, put things in glass jars. Get the rice, the quinoa. Get the fruit bowl in the middle of the table, right? It's not going to go bad if you see it there. You'll probably eat it more often. Put it on display. Don't hide it. Don't put that healthy food and don't put that stuff in the bottom of the crisper. Let it go bad. Display your food, okay? Sleep. Start setting up your home for sleep. Go to my YouTube. Watch it. Go to my Instagram. Check it out. Okay, I talk tons about prioritizing your sleep. In fact, my friend Ramona Braganza, celebrity trainer to like almost every freaking movie star out there, she had me on her Instagram this week, and her what she wanted to talk about was sleep, how to prioritize for sleep. And I talked about how you have to start creating the sleep environment two hours before bed. I don't start thinking about sleep at nine fifty nine. I go to bed at ten. I start thinking about sleep at seven thirty when I want to go to bed at ten. Turn down the lights. Use the blue blocking glasses. Have that warm bath with magnesium a couple hours before bed. Don't watch anything stupid stimulating. Okay. Don't also think that, hey, I need to get through this episode of some crappy show you're not going to care about in two weeks. All right? It doesn't matter. Just prioritize your sleep. Make your house more neat. Okay? And I mean a couple ways. Number one, make your house neat. Actually make it look neat. Organize it. Okay, clutter and decluttering, organization, those are the first principles of my functional feng shui, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Get rid of some of those chairs, grab a yoga mat, sit on the floor much, do some stretching. Okay, tools like YouTube, you got a smart TV, you got YouTube, lots of different things you can learn on there. You can listen to podcasts. Start listening to podcasts at night. Really watch videos on exercise and nutrition. You know, use these tools, these educational tools that are out there. Okay, you listen to podcasts instead of watching TV the last hour before bed. Have uh, follow a um, guided meditation for sleep before bed. Have something that when you get up in the morning, a little stretch routine you follow along with. That's the morning. Set up visual goals. Okay. Put visual goals up. Put a vision board up. Set some goals for yourself. Write them down and put them where you can see them every day. 
Make your home inspirational to you. Get a library card. Library card. Go there. Start reading some books. Get a library card. Okay? Start learning some stuff. That's it. Okay? So let's go through it again. The first thing I talked about was nutrition. Okay? Ditching the trendy diets and labels. Then I gave you some really stupid general advice, stupid, easy advice that the rest of the world does that we don't. And they didn't have to be taught it. They didn't have to listen to a podcast to understand it. Okay? Call the wife in here right now. How many podcasts you listen to on health and nutrition that told you how to eat like that? She'll say, none. Never listen. Don't even know what a podcast is. Probably doesn't even know what I'm doing in here right now. Probably thinks I'm just playing on the internet. Okay? Number two, movement and exercise. We talked about just getting more physical activity in your day. Neat. Came back to that at the end too, right? Talked about how to make weight training really stupid easy. Number three was getting rid of the all or nothing mentality. It's a stupid mentality. Get rid of it. Number four, you're a bad time planner. I'm a bad time planner a lot. Most of us are crappy time planners. Get a piece of paper. Get it figured out. If you don't have it, it works up in the air, you get better have a staff meeting there. Get that shit figured out. I got one tomorrow. Because right now, I had my meet, schedule set a little bit wonky right now. I'm, I'm not happy about that. So tomorrow's staff meeting, getting that set up. And then finally, setting up your environment for success. Setting up your environment to help you create new habits. Setting up your environment to help you make those habits easier. All right, that's it. Like I said, This is a boring topic. Fat loss. It's boring as shit. And I hope, I hope it's becoming boring for you too. I really do. I hope you're finding it boring. I hope you say, you know what, Roar? I'm bored of this time. I'm bored of being fat. I'm bored of being overweight. I'm bored of being unhealthy. It's boring. I want to move on to other stuff. I want to travel. I want to see things. I want to do things. I don't want to be worrying about my gut. It's boring. And if this is something that you are struggling with, okay, I want to help you. I do. That's my goal. That's why I'm here. I don't, nobody's paying me to do this podcast. This podcast is helping you live stronger, longer, better. So let's get on to that. Okay, it's not the podcast to help you lose fat and stronger, longer, better. It's the podcast to help you live stronger, longer, better. The fat will come off with it. But when we start focusing on living stronger and we focus on those things that help us live longer and those things that help us live better, you will lose the weight and you will keep it off. So if you finally want to get some help, then talk to me. Go to my website, www.roaralexander. Set up a call. And I promise you that I will be a little bit nicer than I was on this episode of the podcast. So again, you're listening to Health by Design, and as always, I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and as always, better. This has been the Health by Design podcast with Canada's leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to Health by Design through your favorite podcast provider, and then don't forget to join me at www.roaralexander.com to stay up to date with my latest blogs, speaking events, and exclusive interviews with guests from all around the world. While you're there, be sure to check out my coaching options to help you on your own personal health journey, set up your free call, and together, let's see how I can help you starting today. And until next time, remember... I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and as always, better.